0: the vibes we are back with another episode the hoop Cheese podcast myself Mo, we alongside the legend that is the kid bj
1: armstrong how you doing tonight my friend mo you know what it is you know how i do i'm hype i'm <laughs> hype p.e told me in the 80s in the 90s don't believe the hype but well, no i'm hype today <laughs> Man, listen. Now, let's get
0: it. Let's get it, bro. Your hype. <laughs> let's get it. Your hype. I'm relieved as hell. Because when I just saw my phone go off in the middle of the night, I woke up at 5 a.m. Adrian Wojnowski, Woj bomb, trades just happened. And it says, the, the tweet starts with, The Boston Celtics are making a three way oh, trade. And I'm oh, thinking, Oh God, what's going on here? What's yo, going no on heart here? Drop. Oh hell your yeah! Dropped, I thought, what have you done, Brad Stevens? But anyway, to catch you guys up with the latest news: Denver, Boston, and San Antonio have made a three-way trade, which includes Juan Jose Gomez to the Spurs, Bryn Forbes to Denver, Bobo and PJ Dozier to the Boston Celtics. San Antonio acquires okay. Denver's 2028 20, second-round pick in the three-team deal. PJ, what's your initial okay. reaction
1: to this one? where we're juggling a little salaries around Mm -hmm. and you know these are you know these are business moves you know i think dozer right now is currently out with an acl for the season having surgery yeah you know Bobo is uh i know he's gonna miss a significant amount of time i think he decided to have surgery on his foot i believe so these are you know contracts, business moves, where you are just moving money around to make sure if you're close to the cap, you want to make sure that you're not in the cap or not in the luxury tax. So no, I like Bobo. I happen to be a Bobo fan, but for some reason, his health has been a concern since he entered into the NBA. And if it pans out great for Boston, if it doesn't, you know, I think financially it gives them some relief. By moving off of, uh, I think Hernan Gomez. Yeah. I think that's who you said. Yeah. By so, moving off of him.
0: So, PJ Doja and Bobo, both of whom the Celtics acquired, PJ makes 1.9 million and Bobo makes 2.1 million. Both of those contracts expire at the end of this season. Uh, combined, they are less than show who makes 7.4 million, whose contract yeah, second year they, is yeah. not guaranteed. And Bryn Forbes is on expiring 4.5 million. So, the reason the Celtics have done this is you don't want to pay the luxury tax unless you're going to win an NBA championship or compete for an NBA championship. So they're trying to get under that luxury tax line. Now, they're only going to be about 850 k above the luxury tax line. So they just got to move one more guy off their roster and they'll be able to get under. Jalen Brown has some bonuses that he can make to the tune of about $2 million um, if he makes the All-Star team. And if he plays a certain amount of game, so that's gonna be interesting to see. If he is selected as an all-star, the uh you know the reaction to that and the moves i will then have to make. But it's just as BJ says, a salary cap saving deal. But I was worried. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I was worried. What what, what was you what was you worried about? You see, because there was a story yesterday. Now, I don't know how, how reliable this guy is. Because I don't know him. I don't know him personally. One of the, the reporters in Boston covers the Sox He says the Sox are exploring ways to trade Marcus Smart and Josh Richardson. Now, I'm not mad at am trying to trade Josh Richardson. Okay. But I think it would be worrying to trade Marcus Smart. Reason being you're not going to get a player in return that provides anything close to what he provides on the defensive end. And more importantly, you're not going to get a player in return who holds their teammates accountable in the way in which Marcus Smart did. And, you know, provides, can I say something? Mm. Can I
1: say something to you, Mo? Okay. It's not working in Boston. It's I, not working. I, I'm downgrading I, and downgrading. And I know Marcus is one it. of your favorite players. He's one of your favorite, if not your favorite player in the entire NBA. Facts. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now let's take our emotions, put them on the is, side.
0: This is not emotion. This is,
1: this is, okay. Now, if you trade, him. If you're him, going to get a good player back. If you're going to get a player back, you got to give up something to get something.
0: Okay. But who are you getting back in return?
1: Because I don't believe. I, 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 train, I'm not privy to those conversations. Either. I'm not privy to the But. Marcus Smart has value in the NBA. No doubt. Okay. So Marcus Smart will command something back in return, provided which we are going to assume that the Boston Celtics and their scouting staff and advanced scouts and all of those people are doing their homework and they know exactly what they may need from a chemistry standpoint because whatever is going on there in Boston is not working. Mm Mm-hmm. Whatever is going on there is not working. So in the definition of Albert Einstein, if you continue to do something the same exact way and expect different results. I don't know if they know that quote, because if they knew that quote, they wouldn't
0: keep re-signing Ennis Cantor to this damn team. So the thing with, 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 aside from Marcus being my favorite player, whatever, I don't care about all that is, this team outside of Marcus Smart is a soft team for the soft guys. Okay, there's no culture, okay. there's no grit, there's no toughness.
1: Okay, that's the reason okay. why I wouldn't trade him off this team. So they they don't have any of that with him. So, what's the big deal if he's, he's not? He's there? the
0: only guy bringing it. Okay, you need to bring in more so, guys
1: like him. Okay, well, can bring in more. two guys like that. If he could have two guys like that, then bring those two guys. I don't, I don't see that happening. I don't see it happening, but. It's, it, it's not working. It's not. I'm not. I like Marcus. Marcus is a, a terrific player. He is what I would consider a really, really good player on a really, really good team. He's a championship caliber player. Yes. Because of what he brings, the intangibles of what he brings. Unfortunately, there in Boston right now, you don't have a championship caliber team. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. That's a fact. Now, your two best players are still figuring out how to play with one another. That's a fact. (laughs) That's a fact. And Marcus Smart, as much as I love him on the defensive end and what he brings and all of those intangibles, Marcus is not a lead guard by today's standard where he can score, break down the defense, penetrate, and create offense for other players around him. That's not his game. Now, if you're going to be good in this league, Mo, let's look at the, the facts of the game. You have to have a lead guard who's going to apply pressure on the opposing team's defense. Mm-hmm. That's not Mar- that's not Marcus Smart's game. As much as we love Marcus Smart, <laughs> that's not his game. No. Okay. So when we say something's not working, and we know this to be true with every team in the league, So let's look at the top teams. Let's look at Milwaukee. Let's look at the Brooklyn Nets. uh, Let's look at Milwaukee. Drew Holiday. Uh, Let's look at him. Drew Drew Holiday Holiday.
0: is good, but he's not the one who's applying pressure as
1: the lead guy. He's the the third option there. He's not. Teams aren't worried. There are exceptions to every rule. When somebody figures out how to stop Giannis, Somebody figures they that were. one out. Please let me know. Because go. Giannis, <laughs> we got teams building walls to stop Giannis. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. When the team needed Drew to step up offensively in the NBA finals, which you and I covered together. Drew was hitting 30 pieces in critical moments. You doing all right. He was yeah, doing. he was doing all more right. than all right. He okay. was mm, okay.
0: left, right, and center, though.
1: Yeah, he was. But he had a couple of games where he really stepped up offensively and really showed up and showed out. Mm-hmm. So in saying that, I love Marcus Smart. I love what he brings. I think what he brings, a championship-caliber team could utilize him and implement what he brings naturally into a championship run. However, however, Moe? We got to call it like we see it here. You have to have that guard who's going to apply pressure, whether it's Chris Paul, whether it's Steph Curry, whether it's who are all these guards that are doing I'm a rant. You have to have it in today's game, Mo. It's impossible to win if you don't have a player that can apply pressure to the opposing team's defense. Bo, that that's just what it is. Now, when I look at the Celtics, with the exception of Schroeder, I don't know anyone else on the roster that can do it. That's that's the funny thing about listening to the Celtic fans. It's like, it doesn't apply to you guys. It's kind of like, well, that's the rest of the NBA. <laughs> we have the most championships, so we can, oh, Mo, you got to do thing. I mean, Mo, come on. Come on. Come on. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you 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 got... Okay, you don't have to admit it, Mo, but just acknowledge it that maybe it's time to say you need a lead guard. Maybe. You need a lead guard. Also, and if Schroeder is not your answer, then you, you got to move
0: off of it. I, I don't think Schroeder is. I think he'll, he'll probably be moved as well before the trade deadline because his contract is expiring at the end of the season. So, you know, he might head off to a team that, that might want to re-sign him. I don't know. Um, what I do know is i got a lot of respect for one player in the league right now Who's because that? a lot of players, you know, when it comes to answering questions from the media, they kind of just give the standard media trained answer. But you see that boy, Jeremy Grant in Detroit. What do you say? I respect it. What this is say? what he said. He says that he has very little interest in joining a team where he doesn't feature as a primary offensive option. And that he wants to sign an extension in the rear range of four years, $112 million this season. Now, this is a guy who was on the Denver Nuggets, who were in the Western Conference Finals, on the brief of contending for an NBA championship, who said, nah, I want to go to Detroit because I'll be their number one option and shoot as many shots as I want. And I just respect the honesty that he just wants to get paid and get up shots. Because a lot of players will come as, a, yeah, I want to contend for a championship. Listen, Jeremy Grant wants to secure the bag and get buckets. I respect the honesty. What are your thoughts on Jeremy Grant's situation? Because that takes a few teams off the table. You know, they were talking about sending him to Detroit, uh, from Detroit to Atlanta. If he doesn't, if he doesn't feature as the primary offensive option, and uh, in Trey Young, that's going to be in Atlanta. It looks like they're not going to want to trade for him then. What are your thoughts on it?
1: Ooh, that's a lot, Mo. That's a, that's, that's a lot on the plate. And, you know, Mo, I've been in a lot of locker rooms in my life. A lot of locker rooms. Probably more than I care to, to recall. Mm-hmm. And I had a player. His name is Bill Cartwright, actually. and He says, you'll never get in trouble for telling the truth. Used to always say that, and there, here's the, here's the one truth about the NBA, about sports. I don't care what sport it is. Here's the truth: winning covers a multitude of sins. Mm-hmm. Now, I get what everyone wants, right? I make fun all the time, and you say it all the time: secure the bag. <laughs> Okay. It's fun. It's, it's, it's catchy. It's what we're out here to do though. Okay. But it's only one way to get it. Mm. It's only one way to get it. You got to win. Winning is the only thing that bridges the gap between the player, the organization and the team. You don't pay someone to get numbers and you lose. There's I a lot of teams like paying. <laughs> I'm not, I, but, but no one's saying we're going to pay this guy to lose. You may lose, but sports is about hope. Sports is about believing in the future and how close can you get to the now because the athletes live right now. Now, I hear you. That's a tough one to take to my owner. That's a tough one to take to my owner. Mm-hmm. If you are an executive, okay, so let, 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 let's, let's tell it like it is, Mo. The general managers who will be making these assessments of these players, they have to get approval from their owner. hmm Now, Mo, I'm going to ask you a question. How would you sell that to your owner? I wouldn't. You're asking me to to sign a player
0: to 112 million for four years who wants to be the number one option. That means he's getting the most amount of touches, the most amount of shots. Okay, the only way that works is if you're a rebuilding team. But if you're a rebuilding team, how are you developing your players if this guy's taking all the shots? Because he's not good enough to be a primary option on a team that's great on a team that contends. I don't think anyone in the league looks at Jeremy Grant and thinks he's going to be our number one option to make a championship run. He had it in Denver. If I was him, I would have stayed there one, then left. Or, you know, because then he went to Detroit and you're going to be in the same cycle all over again. You're going to be on a team that can pay you because the only teams who have the money to afford to give you a deal are teams that are not contending. And you want to be the number one option. And then they're going to draft some kids because they're not going to be good and then you're going to be taking touches away from the kids and stunning their development, and then they'll look to shop you. So I, I respect the honesty, but if I was the general
1: manager, I wouldn't sign him. The, 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 that's my only question. It's not about what I think. Because Mo, as a player, as an agent in the media, get all the money you can. Mm-hmm. I hope you get the max. I hope you get the mega max. Why? You get the mega. If you get the mega max, the super max, you get 150 million as an agent. I'm saying, Oh, wow. I have a player who's doing the same. That helps everybody. But I've also been on the other side where I know what these executives are saying. And I know what they're doing behind the closed curtain. And I know what they're doing in these meetings And I've had one-on-one conversations with these owners, with these executives. And the truth is my job as an agent is to help them to come to an understanding of who you are in this league. Who you are, not who you want to be. See Mo, I I had dreams at one time when I first came in the league, I wanted to get shots. I wanted to get all the screen role plays. But when I came in, I quickly had to make an assessment. Here It was a wise assessment. There were some other guys that I had to defer to.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. I feel you. And here's the funny. And Bo, well, here's the funny thing. Now, now I can say this now at 54. No one cared that I made an All Star team. No one cared that I averaged whatever I averaged. No one cared about my career year. No one cares about any of that stuff. The only thing they care about: Did you win? I hey. Okay. Now, Jeremy is a really, really good basketball player. And whatever you can get, if you get 120 million, God bless you. Mm-hmm. But just make sure whatever you're doing, that somewhere in all of this conversation, where's winning? Well, it's somewhere in that conversation. That's all I care about. That's all, because the only thing, Mo, the only thing that matters is the following. If you get this money and you don't perform. That's a disaster for the person who signed you. It's a disaster for the player. It's a disaster for the organization. And and, 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 and then you get a, and you get put into a situation where now you're just a cast off. You just get moved around because your contract. OK, mm-hmm. so get everything you can get. Do what you do. Well, but just understand who you are. In this league and that's important
0: Speaking of Jeremy Grant The reports and the Rumors are circulating that the Pistons Made a trade offer To the Philadelphia 76ers For one Mr. Ben Simmons And in return for Ben The offer that the Philadelphia 76ers turned down Was Jeremy Grant Sadiq Bey Kelly Olenek and a First round pick Now, we spoke in a previous episode earlier on about you wanting to get an all-star in return or you wanting to get a high, high draft pick in return. Neither of those things were included. I mean, Sadiq Bey is a very promising young player. player. Jeremy Grant can contribute immediately. Kelly Olynyk, he's a big that can play on the floor at the same time as... Joel Embiid, because he can space the floor and shoot the three. And there's a first-round pick in there. That trade makes the Philadelphia 76ers better this season, adding in those pieces and that depth. But they said no. What's your assessment? Would you have maybe considered that if you were in charge of the Philadelphia 76ers? No. No.
1: no. (laughs) Absolutely not. Mo, after all of that, I'm two and a half games out of first place. Mo, after saying all that you said, after going through that whole scenario, mm, I'm two and a half games out of first place. With an an NBA All-Star not playing at all. If if it's me, I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Now, I think the Sixers should hold tight for what they really want, whatever it is they really want. But what they really want is a player that's going to move the needle. Ben Simmons is a max player. Ben Simmons, for all he supposedly can't do, right? Can't shoot, da-da-da, lost his confidence. Okay, that's fine. Maybe that's true. Maybe he did lose his confidence. Let's say he did. He's still a really, really good player. And I think if they're patient, they'll get a really, really good player back. <laughs> that remains <laughs> that's what I would do but I, 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 someone is going, the right scenario will present itself. It always does. It's like, I remember when, I remember when everyone said, who's going to ever move John Wall's contract? Who's ever going to move Russell Westbrook's contract? Who's ever going to move, you know, all these, you know, uh, there's always, there's a sand in the NBA, there's a lid for every pot. You'll find it. You'll find the right scenario that works for you. Just like the Boston trade. They found the scenario that worked for them, right? Boston got what they wanted. Denver's going to sell it. I haven't even read it. Denver's going to sell it. We got our shooting off the bench. Then San Antonio's going to sell it. We have our athlete coming in. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, and then I, I could already hear Brad Stevens. We're going to take a look at these athletes. We feel like we really upgraded significantly our talent. Hey, by the way, if it doesn't work, it costs us nothing. So we're just basically getting a free look mm-hmm. and cap relief, which he can go back to his owner and say, okay, I'm saving you millions of dollars. Yep. That's how these deals work. That's how they work. So again, there's the business of basketball, and then there's the basketball business. And going back to Jeremy Grant, and this is what I want all young people to understand. There is the business of basketball, and then there's the basketball business. If you're gonna be a max player in this league, let me tell you what the owner, it's not what I think, but let me tell you what every owner and every general manager will say. And the players need to hear this one, okay? Mm-hmm. If, you're going to be a, if you're going to be a max player, you gotta do two things. You either have to put people in the seats, a la Steph Curry, a la LeBron James, a la Kevin Durant, Lamelo Ball, a la Giannis, Lamelo. You better put people in the seats, or you better affect the bottom line. That's a max player. You are a super max player if you do both. Mm-hmm. So
0: LeBron, LeBron James,
1: Giannis, Steph Curry. If you if you do both now. If you are a max player, because let me tell you what every executive in the NBA knows, and and they won't tell the players this, but I'm going to tell you. If you give a player a max deal, and he's not a max player, it will affect your franchise for the next five to 10 years. Because the worst place to be in all of sports is in the middle of the pack. Yep because that guarantees you'll never get a great draft pick because the best players are in the lottery. Mm-hmm. And it guarantees that you'll never advance deep in the playoffs. Thanks.
0: you don't okay. wanna be in purgatory uh, as we call it. So
1: we could talk about the basketball business, which is who's a player and who deserves what, or we could talk about the business of basketball because the business of basketball, no executive is gonna make that decision and pay a player who can't fill up his arena or can't affect his bottom line. Mm -hmm. Kawhi Leonard may not be the most personable person. And he he may not be the person that is doing the interviews and and, and all of that, but he affects your bottom line in a way that he will command a max deal. Yeah. Okay. That's how this works. This is the business of sports. No one talks about. Every executive is following the same blueprint. And if you don't understand this, all the players have to understand it. Some of them do, some of them don't. Every executive understands this. So if you go in there and you ask for a max, you better do one, you better do one or both of the followings. Put people in those seats or affect that or affect that bottom line because you that, that's that's the that's the business of basketball one on one yeah i mean okay? that's the business I, and and they all know it they all say it, and they all abide by that rule all yeah. of yeah okay mo and, and and you you can tell them now now you can tell them here on the podcast of what they're really saying behind the closed doors
0: mhm It's interesting. It's interesting what these guys, you know, want to get and then what they will get based on what you've just said. I hope Jeremy Grant goes, I guess, pay. I, I, hope, I, hope I hope he gets the max. I really do. I really I, do. I don't think any, only three teams have max space this summer and one of them is Detroit where all, he currently is. And I don't think ball. the other two are going to give him that. But best of luck to him because right now, you know, I just want to quickly mention you're talking about the Sixers being two and a half games back out of first place in the East Conference. And the top ten teams, like if you're 10th in the East right now, you're only five and a half games back. That means you're mm. a six-game winning streak away from cowpointing all the Can I right just up.
1: look at the can I look at the rankings? I bet you the Celtics are right around nine or ten right now. Where are yeah, the Celtics? 10th. Five and a half games <laughs> <years> back. <laughs>
0: Five and a half games back. What can I say?
1: Well, I've been around you way too long, though. <laughs> no, way too long, man.
0: <laughs> let's look at tonight's games. Let's let's wrap up with tonight's game. Let's do it. I'm going to hit you it. with the two teams. You hit me with who you think is going to win. Super quick. Okay. Let's go straight through. The Magic are at the Sixers. Who you got? I got the Sixers. The big yep. fella's
1: unstoppable.
0: Big facts. The Nets are on the road. So Kyrie's playing against the Washington Wizards. I got the Wizards.
1: Okay. I got the Wizards. Oh. I, got the, I got the Wizards.
0: I think the Nets need to bounce back because they crumbled in crunch time against the Cavs on Monday night. The Hawks are hosting the Minnesota Timberwolves who played tonight. Uh, they got the win on the road, two-point win against the New York Knicks at Madison Square Garden. But they are going to be traveling to Atlanta to face the Hawks. Who you like for that?
1: I think the city of Atlanta wins that one.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, well, I think Timberwolves are coming off the The second matter
1: back-to-back. Hawks have just beat the Bucks
0: on MLK Day. I like the Hawks
1: for it, but I feel you. Yeah, yeah. I I, I think the city, they were in New York. They snuck out of there with a win tonight against the Knicks. I think the city of Atlanta wins. I think the Hawks.
0: The Hornets are in Boston to take on the world-famous Boston Celtics. ESPN game. Oh, we don't get that over here. Everything is leap pass. Bro. Oh
1: wow. Uh,
0: okay. <laughs> Who you got for that? Lamello,
1: Tatum. What are you rocking with? Oh, I'm rocking with the Celtics. Yes, sir. I like what I see from I like what I see from the C's right now. I like what I see from the C's. That's no jinxing. I like <laughs> I like what I see from the C's. Yeah, you know, so you pick Charlotte because whatever you do, we know it's going to be the opposite. You pick yeah, Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. That's like how that's how this think, works. I, I think I think Schroeder is fitting in nicely there. Okay. I really do.
0: Okay. Well, the Miami Heat are hosting the Portland Trailblazers. I'm assuming he, light work he, for
1: the Miami Heat. He yeah, he here's damn, an interesting one though.
0: Your boy, Eva Mobley, and the Cavaliers. Respect
1: on his name, Mr. Mr. respecter.:
0: Well, he goes into the home of Mr. DeMar Rosen and the Chicago Bulls. Oh, Cavs Mar- Bulls. I
1: just
0: like saying his name, the Marvelous, the Marvelous, the Slash Bros, whatever you want to call them. They're hosting the Cavs now. Obviously, the Cavs have had a few injuries and whatnot, but so do the Bulls. And I think this is going to be the matchup of the night, or the, or, or the second best game of the night. Because I'm about to tell
1: you the best game of the night after okay. this. But who I'm you going, like? I'm going with the Cavs. I'm big with, man. I'm going with the. I'm going with the big man. I'm going with the big
0: man. You know. I hear you I mean I'm not mad at it The Bulls are good at home though 15 and 6 At home But Cleveland Are one of Only Two teams in the Eastern Conference To uh, Win 15 games On the road As well So It's going to be interesting The game of the night for me The Memphis Grizzlies Take on the Milwaukee Bucks.
1: Oh, 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 Bo, oh, Bo, well, we gotta stop here. You gotta give me more than yeah. 30 seconds. You gotta give me yeah. more. Give me a minute yeah. on this one, Mo. Go give on, me a minute. Me. Hit me. Who you okay, got? Let me hit you with this. Let me hit, let me hit you with this. Let me hit you with this. First of all, I think you have the two, like literally the MVPs right now mm-hmm. playing in this game. John Morant. And my man, Giannis. yeah. Over the past two weeks, He's unstoppable. What, what, up? Both of them, okay. I, and both of them are unstoppable. Now, I'm going to go with the Bucks. I'm going to go with the Bucks here. I think the Bucks—they need a win. I think they need a win at home. But I'm interested to see what my man Ja does because Ja right now can make a little statement playing against Giannis. He can make a little statement. Yes, sir. And, and I think Giannis is going to make a little statement, and say, look, hey, young fella, nah, you doing your thing, but you got to do it somewhere else. And the Bucks
0: lost on Saturday to the Raptors, lost on Monday to the Hawks. Yes. Yes. You know Giannis ain't trying to lose three games in a row. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, I'm the saying. Bucks. I, the Bucks make teams shoot a lot of threes, and the Grizzlies, their one weakness is they're not a great three-point shooting team. But you live by the three, you die by the three. So it depends if they can heat up from behind the arc. We've got the Raptors and the Mavericks. In Dallas, who do you like? I think the, the Dallas defense has been impressive. Lucas starting to regain his shape, shall we say? Um,
1: yeah. I like the Mavericks, but who are you rocking with? I, I'm I'm gonna go with the Mavericks as well. I'm gonna go with the Mavericks. The Raptors have been on the road for quite a few games. I know they lost a tough one, I think, the other night in uh Miami. So mm-hmm. they've been on the road a little bit. I think the Mavericks should win that one should win that game, especially playing at home. All right, Thunder and Spurs. How about this? Just to shake things up. I'm going to go with the Thunder. I like it. Just to shake it up a little bit. I like it. They're playing with house
0: money. The Rockets and the Jazz. That, I don't think I need to ask you. That's going to be the Jazz.
1: Oh, gosh. Yes. I'm, I'm disappointed in the Jazz right now. You know, you know, more. I want to believe in the Jazz. Dude. I want to believe in the Jazz. I do. I like because Mo they, they they have every year they're like in the upper echelon of the conference. They play well in the regular season. And then just when I'm ready to say, okay, like last night, I was like looking at them. I was going, let me see how good this team is against the Lakers. They're gonna they should come in, handle their business, and move on. And what do they do, Mo? They fumble to the Lakers. Mm. They lose, they lose to the Lakers. Mm. So I think they win this game. But I would be shocked if the Rockets win. I'm gonna pick the Jazz. Yeah. Well, the Lakers
0: are in action. They're hosting the Indiana Pacers. Do you think that LeBron and Co can get it done?
1: I mean, the Pacers are trying to trade everyone, but they trade that like I would expect LeBron yeah, and the guys I, I to think, get it done. I think the I think the Pacers now. I think the Pacers players have checked out. Yeah, they're when you look at their roster, they have a good. They have, that's a good team. They have a so good roster, is, but they all know Turner they're about the to players. be traded, so they trade it. So I think they've checked out. I think the Lakers should win that game.
0: Okay, the Clippers are in Denver to take on the Nuggets. I'm sticking with the Mile High. Denver. Yep. And then the final one for our friend Jack, the Kings might actually get a win. They host the Detroit Pistons. I think Sacramento can take that one. If they yeah, don't, I think
1: so. yeah, if they I think don't, so. I'm gonna have to get
0: Jack in to to have a breakdown live on the show.
1: <laughs> yeah I, I think i think sacramento probably gets that one the I, I think 10 and 33 so, you know. detroit pistons can't come into your arena and beat yeah, you detroit they i saw them tonight eight, that was the first game of a road trip you know hopefully they bounced back but it, it didn't look good starting out there and
0: yeah they, they, sure. they lost 102 yeah. to 86 against golden State Warriors. but anyway you guys yeah. thank you for rocking with us for another day make sure you subscribe follow leave a review and all of that We'll be back tomorrow with a very special episode. That's all I'm going to say on that. So make sure you're ready. You're locked in. BJ, once again, thank you, sir. Go and get yourself some rest because tomorrow you're going to get more buckets. So in the meantime, what are you guys going to do at home? Get buckets as well.